Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Rachel, Liza, and Adam. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. Hi. So, guys, have you seen the Facebook post that's been going around? And it's actually an old post that was kind of resurfaced, and now it's everywhere, about a mom complaining about childless millennials visiting Disney. And specifically, she was saying, you know, they're in line for rides, they're seeing the characters, and they're just basically taking up my kid's space. So... We're not just going to talk about millennials at Disney because I think of of all of us, I think Adam is the only millennial. But I think we should talk about any childless adult or a childless adult for the day visiting Disney. So, guys, what do you think? You've all seen the article at this point. Yes, I think it's absolutely crazy to think that people that do not have kids should not be allowed to go to Disney World. I think that's crazy. I I can't even imagine that. Well, I can't even imagine either. And I think Disney would be really the first ones to say that people traveling without kids are a a huge part of their business. And in fact, just in case people didn't know, Disney World is the number one honeymoon destination in America. A site where people have, there's several weddings every day of the year. (laughs) Not just one, but several, if not more than that. I mean, I think when, Liza, when we went to our friend Nick and Sasha's wedding, they literally had, the violinist we spoke to, said that he's done up to 12 weddings in a day. He said it was awful, and that's not the norm. But So that's a lot of people getting married at Disney, and that's just a small segment. Um, You have retirees going, you have young folks going and, and hanging out at Epcot during Food and Wine. I mean... I don't even understand that kind of post um, and why anyone would even write that. What do you think, Adam, as the resident childless millennial? The woman, she um, she's having frustration because she's online with her kids and she feels that, that the people in front of her shouldn't be there because she says in the post it's for the kids, which... I've said on the past, it is kind of for the kids, and and it is, and that's why there are things that happen that don't bother me, like the kids on the shoulders for the parade, for the fireworks, the kids looking at the parade and jumping in front. Honestly, that doesn't bother me because, you know, kids are short, number one, and it's for the children. Having said that, if everybody's paid the same amount of money, in theory, to get in there, so you can't be complaining about somebody in line ahead of you, you know, as long as nobody cut anybody in line, like that's kind of how life works. You got somebody in front of you, you got to wait your turn. I think it was a little, she went a little ridiculous in saying that these people shouldn't be going in there because like Chris said, there's a ton of business that comes from uh, people like my age and and even older that, you know, don't have kids. There's plenty for, for however many families with children are in the parks i'm sure it's the same amount that don't have kids in the parks at the same time so you know we live in a free country where and it's a private business but they disney is wants everybody to come doesn't matter what their situation is so it's a little unfair for the woman to just you know I, I rightly say people without kids shouldn't be here, but um, I it, I do think it's it's definitely geared more towards children, and I understand that, and that's why they have the gift shops at the end as you leave each ride, so that the kids can you know impulse shop. And I mean, I enjoy it for sort of escaping reality, and and that's what they're trying to do, so that you can kind of escape reality and 
and think you're in a different world. And right. And if that means I have to do that without a kid, then that's what I'm going to have to do because I don't have any. So I I don't agree with her stance. I don't. I think it's I think it's a little ridiculous for somebody to you know get really upset. It doesn't sound like she actually got upset at with the people there. She just wrote about it, which you know. Which there's nothing to get upset about the people anyway, because they didn't do anything wrong. They're just right. enjoying their vacation just like anybody else. So, I mean, I mean, who for for me to say I'm on a plane? As a little example, I'm on a plane and there's a baby on the plane crying the whole time, and that's happened. Like, should I say, well, baby shouldn't be on planes because they they can't handle themselves and how loud they get on a plane? No, it's they're entitled to be on the plane just like everybody else. And unfortunately, these are the things we have to deal with. So, you know what? You gotta lighten up sometimes and not uh, take everything so seriously. Right. Well, and I, I mean, I understand the frustration when you're there and everything. And it's, I think, you know, you do meet parents who they've put a lot into planning the trip and everything. And then they go and they see these, you know, darn kids in line in front of them, these 20 somethings and everything. But I mean, come on. I mean, does, does she not realize that just like, like, what about all the races, you know? They're not, those aren't little kids running those, you know, marathons and half marathons. Well, maybe some. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a whole business catering to pretty much everyone. And the bigger point is it really misses how much there is at Disney for adults to do. There are lounges. There are, you know, really nice restaurants. I mean, some of the best restaurants you're going to go to are the signature restaurants at Disney. And places like the Grand Floridian you know, they have king size beds. I mean, those aren't, you know, again, they're catering to adults traveling or couples or whatever. So it's kind of just a weird thing. But I think it kind of touches on parents being frustrated. And it is hard to be in the park, especially with little kids, if you've ever done it. I know, Liza, you just came back, you went with, you know, you had your daughters and you had your niece quite a lot, mm-hmm. you know, so I did. it's a lot of work. It's yeah. exhausting. It's so nice to go with just adults. I yeah. mean, it's <laughs> so nice. It's to me, it's a totally different experience and it's one that should be had and people should do it. Yeah. If you can do it, I would go without kids. It's a perfect place to go without kids. So the rant because someone cut in line for a pretzel or something, I don't remember what it was, but it was it was just insensitive to those who possibly can have children but still want to have fun or people that have that choice and they just want to go with their friends or people that have kids and leave them at home because they want to have a totally different experience and have a relaxing time. Let let me ask you a question, Rachel. Have you, you haven't had an adult trip, have you? Oh yeah. I mean, that's when I first fell in love with Disney. Um, Scott had never been until, gosh, he was in his thirties and I was in my twenties. Right. Um, I went as a three-year-old, but I didn't remember it. And our families weren't into Disney, didn't take us. And I, I was speaking at a speech path conference, the Florida State Speech Language Convention. And I, I was like, Scott, my trip's paid for. Let's go. And so we took a day to go to Magic Kingdom. And within the first three hours, we fell in love with it. Yeah. And saved for four years to go, be able to go back and stay there. And then we went two more times before Parker was born. I love how you saved for it. That kind of like 
makes it so much better in a way. You know, four years, I saved every, you know, extra dime I had. I, I love that, actually. Oh, I created a secret savings account that Scott didn't know about. And they would take money out of my paycheck and put it away, which, I mean, you know, I was right out of college working in a school and I, I made very little. I mean, we were you know, <laughs> I remember when we would have a garage sale and be excited. We had money to go to macaroni grill and I saved for years. And then when he turned 40 in 2006, um, the baker in town made a cake and it was a big Mickey head. And then she made <sighs> one cake that was a hand and he had a sign that said, MIC, see you soon. And the other hand held a sign that said, KY, because I love you. And then on the bottom, she wrote, you're going to Disney World. Oh, that's so fast. Now, was he yeah. excited about it? Or was he kind of like, uh, why are we doing this? Was it good oh, cake? no. Well, no, he, it was, the cake was fabulous. Okay. He was so <sighs> thrilled. And his oh, mom would be thrilled. And she came in from out of state for this. Oh, she my came gosh. And um, because when we went to Magic Kingdom, I had to drag him and he, I didn't think he was, he didn't think he'd like it. And he fell in love with it. Well, the next day I did my presentation and we didn't both have, I don't, maybe he did have a cell phone at the time. I don't remember. Um, but he was supposed to meet me and he wasn't there. And it, this was at the Rosin Center Hotel. And I'm like, where is he? I'm done with my presentation. We're supposed to go do things. And he comes back and he had found a where one of the outlet malls and a Disney store and he bought all these little pins and he bought all these Winnie the Poohs and he was like when we have a kid we can give him Winnie the Pooh and then he bought Donald Duck because he knew I like Donald Duck and he'd been buying Disney pins and um and if you know my husband he's not an expressive person he's very introverted but he just fell in love with Disney and we both did and um, I'm, cr- I'm cr- sorry, I'm getting teary-eyed talking no, about I it. No, I love that story. I yeah, love that story. And so I surprised him with Coronado um, Springs. That's where we stayed. And we just had the best time. And we were so excited with every character we could meet on that first trip in 2006. And, you know, it was like, how many characters can we meet? And because it was his birthday, they did special things at all of the restaurants. And sorry, I'm crying. <laughs> thinking about it because it was it couldn't have been better we have four photo albums filled with pictures and that's when you had film instead of digital ah, the good old days anyway sorry i'm really crying no I, I love it actually i love it and that just shows you how it can be magical not just for you know a parent watching it through their children's eyes but also just for two adults and the fact that you made you know that amazing surprise for him i love that so that's amazing. I know that Tony and Tony's not on with us, but last year Tony's wife surprised him with a big trip and we all followed along. I loved that because, you know, Tony and Cheryl, they're very smart about their money. They don't play around and she just makes sure that it doesn't, it doesn't get wasted. And uh, she surprised him with a trip. And I remember watching it all on Facebook and being like, that is amazing. You know, um, why should somebody without kids or somebody who's not traveling with their kids at the time be denied that? So the first time I went to Disney was as a, a childless 20-something. And it was the best thing. I I don't know. Like, I just, I at that time, I I had lived in Europe. I'd had lots of other experiences, but I was amazed by what I saw. And I'd always wanted to go. So it was very special. Okay, 
tell me what, we're just going to go around the room and I want to ask each one of you, what's your number one favorite adult only memory at Disney World? I'm going to start with Adam. Um, Was it hanging out with me and having dinner at Citrico's that one time? It was. No, it was fine. It was great. Uh, No, that was good. Uh, Or via nap. Yeah, that was good too. Yeah, oh, we went with Liza. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But actually, I think for me, it's going to be Disneyland because I never been okay. there. Yeah. And they're solo, and uh, and that was great. And uh, I got to um, sort of you know go at my own pace and do as much as I possibly could without having a you know a, you know a child or somebody else sort of you know dragging me. Not that yeah, because you travel but, uh, with a big family and your sister has some special needs. So I'm yeah, sure it's yeah. a lot of work, yeah. Yeah, so it was just nice kind of, you know, seeing it all sort of uh, by myself. And it was, uh, I felt like I was having an out-of-body experience because, uh, you know, I'd never been there before, but I have, I felt like I had been there before. So it's like I've been been to a place, you you know you haven't been, but you, you know it. That's kind of how Disneyland was for me. So right. that would be my favorite memory for sure. Okay, I like that a lot. How about you, Liza? You know, I've had a lot of good memories, obviously, with you and with other agency fams or whatever we've done. But the coolest thing was whenever the first time that I was there by myself with nobody there. I think I had, I don't know, four or five hours to kill before I had to get to the airport. And Mm -hmm. I had never in my life been in the park, like, totally by myself. and. It's a totally different experience. It's not the same. It's not like you're with somebody else or you got to figure out what they want to do too or whatever. You get to decide what you want to do. And you get to, if I just want to hang out at the store and just browse, I can do it. I can go do this or that. It was really way cooler than I thought it was going to be. Just hanging out by myself there. Yeah. Um, now, I probably wouldn't want to do it for like, you know, too, too long, like a week or so but i think like for a few days i mean i think that would be really fun um how about you rachel other than that first trip when we returned we had friends that had just married and so they then went to disney the next year but we had never gone and then they started becoming big disney fans and going but we never went together and about four years ago we went together on thanksgiving and the best night we had we put the kids in the kids center at the beach club back when they had that kids club there Mm -hmm. and we went to yachtsman steakhouse with um, our friends elizabeth and bobby and they had the deluxe dining plan it was free dining plan during thanksgiving but we didn't and we ate and ate because they shared their credit so we each got an appetizer we each got an entree we each got a dessert and it was just it was gluttonous and it was fabulous and then we changed clothes um, so we could go fast because we had on heels and everything and we got comfy and we ra- raced to Epcot because it was extra magic hours and it was last minute decision. And we rode Soren, I think, three or four times in a row. And we were just racing and going over and over again and then ended it somehow or number, another. We decided one last time on living with the land and rode through that. And it was just so fun because it was we felt like we were teenagers again without our kids for a minute and just had the best time with our friends laughing I I totally get that because I remember when my my kids were really really little 
Um, we didn't have a super reliable babysitter back in North Carolina, which is where we were living then. And we would go to Disney and we would always have like a date night and we would go out, you know, for five or six hours, we would go to dinner just like you. And then we would go ahead and go to the parks. And sometimes we would make a really nice dinner reservation and we'd be like, we can't go to this. We got to go to the park. Um, but it was always fun. It was always that kind of experience. So, um, I'm and and I just I don't understand why you know when you when you look at Disney World there's really just something for everyone. I've traveled with family members who don't like the parks at all, but they love the resorts, they love the restaurants and stuff. Um, you know, you've got your theme park jumpy, junkies and everything else. I mean, why would anyone think someone should be denied that? It's just fun. So okay, any final thoughts? You know what I think? I think that mom needs some wine. I think that might have helped. And she can probably get that in just about any Disney park. So next time she goes, she needs to put a little drink in that um, cup holder of the stroller. And every time she feels stressed, you know, she just needs to have a sip. And she'll be feel, feel much better. I bet if she went without kids or even yeah. by herself, she'd totally think differently. She would become one of us. Yeah. I, you, you have no idea. And I know, well, you might, cause you've probably done it too. How many people you send to Disney who are like one and done. And then the next thing, you know, they're like trying to figure out like, maybe I can go with my friends or I, I have, um, someone right now, <laughs> you know, she's like, hmm, maybe I can get my girlfriends to do a race, you know, like, yeah. like you, you go down the third weekend in February. It's like, it's like mom central. You see all these ladies with their tutus or their costumes or their crowns or whatever. They're down for a very fun weekend and they're going to run a race in the middle of it. And, uh, they're going to have the best time. Know. They're going to have the best time. They have the best time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I have a, I have somebody like that. They just came. It's only for the kids. We won't go back yeah. for six or seven years. I'm going to book their trip for next December because they're going back. Cause yeah, that, the one and done different. people are always like, as a travel agent, you always said they're going, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew it. Most of the anyway. time they'll go back. Yeah. So, so, okay, lady, have some wine and enjoy it. And if you want extra help planning your next trip so we can tell you how to maybe avoid this frustration, give us a call at Main Street and More Travel. We would be more than happy to book your vacation. Um, any final thoughts on this, guys? Just go without kids and then change your mind. <laughs> okay, I'm going to close it out. I want to thank all of you, of course, for listening. I want to thank the podcasters for podcasting so late. If you like us, you can find us. Oh, I don't know why we say that. We really need to stop saying if you like us. Do you think there's somebody just sitting in a basement going, oh, I hate these people so much. Yeah. When's the next podcast coming out? <laughs> I mean, maybe, but we don't want to imply like if you like us. It's we know you like us. Just, we know just you like us. There. So find us on Instagram. Adam's on Twitter. He's probably in the bathroom, but there's nothing contagious <laughs> that can get through. The, the tweets are not contagious. They're, they're squeaky clean. And we have Instagram, Facebook, and a private group where you can hang out and talk with us and get your Disney fix between tricks. Trips, even. So, good night, everyone. <laughs> between tricks. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight, except that it's very late. Yes. Oh, my. Exactly. Yes, we should say goodnight. All right. Good night, everyone. <laughs> good night. Good night. Between tricks. Between tricks. <laughs> learning to be a juggler you gotta pay you gotta pay for that trip somehow (laughs) oh oh that kind of trick yes yes (laughs) working main street and 
Whatever that other street is that intersects with it. <laughs> uh -huh. People Stop there right. have some money. All right. <laughs>